welcome to Improvisations on Growth with my duo Ian Siegler. You are about to listen to the second podcast exploring the interesting topic of conflict. My name is Dina Arhire, your hostess and Medu's discussion companion. I hope you will learn and grow from this improvisation as much as I have. And I invite you to listen and explore conflict with us. You mentioned training yourself and analyzing. How did you go about? Do you have any strategies, any uh, techniques, maybe some steps that you, you can advise on? There is a, a, a technique that I really like. The first step is we realize how we are feeling. Usually an emotion comes up and then the reaction happens. Somewhere in between there, there is a small gap that we can learn to see and then to use and then to widen. The, the moment I realize I'm getting irritated. Um, at the beginning, what, what I used to do is I just went briefly to the bathroom and, and I concentrated on my breath and I focused on this irritation and I tried to backtrack what did I hear and how did I interpret it so that I'm, that I'm so irritated right now. And then I stayed in the bathroom un, until my body was, so I could feel the ground again and I could even feel my body again because usually what happens is when, when there is like this, this rush of emotions, we are, we are getting in a loop. So we're irritated and then uh, old thoughts, mind patterns are coming in. Oh, they are so mean and they don't uh, appreciate me. And oh, this is what they always do. And they never listen to me and they always mansplain me. And so da 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 da. And so the, the, the thoughts are raising the emotions and the emotions creating the thoughts. And, and um, before we really realize it, we are in, um, in a really high emotional state where, where we cannot really act anymore, but we are then in one of our reaction patterns. Would you say that the person who first has these feelings is the one generating the conflict, even though you learn how to stop it and maybe avoid it all together in the sense of uh, reacting with the other person and, and just kind of put out the fire on your own. But would you say that, for example, you would be the generator of a conflict? The, the one thing I have sort of control over is my emotional state of being. I can either assume that we are in a conflict or I cannot. And so if I assume we are not in a conflict, even if someone is screaming at me, I don't need to react to that. Yeah, I, can, I can hear it as, oh, wow, there is so much pressure inside this other person and maybe they are so frustrated and they have no other way to express themselves than by screaming. So even in this um, extreme situation, I don't need to label this as a conflict. I can label it as oh, wow, they are really under pressure and, and this is now how they need to release their energy. I know that this might sound weird to many ears, 
Um, and it's not that I pretend or like shield myself and inside I'm just feeling really hurt because someone screamed at me. Um, it is it is kind of the, the, the way is through discovering how I'm feeling and what my, my triggers are and what my interpretation patterns are. Um, I kind of can deactivate the triggers for a long time. When someone um, yelled at me, I just petrified, totally petrified. Was not able to, to argue or to even be. So, so there are um, like like as I described in the blog, there are four main reactional patterns when we think we are in a or when it feels like to us um, there is conflict. So the first one is placating. Um, the second one is blaming the other. And then the third one is um, being super rational and not emotional at all. And the fourth one is uh, distracting from, from the topic. And um, when, when somebody yelled at me, I just totally froze. And then as soon as I got my voice back, I, I was totally to placating. So, oh, it's okay. And I didn't mean it that way. And so I learned to discover where this freezing comes from and, and what, what the fear behind it was. And um, that I felt dependent on the other person. And I, I sort of needed them or I had, I had the feeling that I need something from them. So that I <clears throat> need to make sure that they think well of me or think high of me. And tracing that back and realizing the interpret interpretational pattern that I um, helped me over time to, to, to basically find a non-reactive pattern or a non-reactive behavior rather. So now when someone yells at me, there's like st still this moment where the old pattern tries to to uh, got to the forefront where like the, the, the old reaction sort of tries to start. Um, but I concentrate on my breath and, um, and then I feel my feet on the floor and I take a deep, deep breath two or three times and then I'm I'm in my inner balance again and I can address them as if they would have talked normally to me. So it's a way of not letting the other impact me. And, and this is something that that only I can do. And this gives me a sort of freedom because it's really it's up to me if if I feel that I'm in a conflict. Thank you for listening to the second podcast of the four-part series addressing the topic of conflict. We have all experienced conflict in one way or another at some point in life, and I hope that our questions and explorations of this subject have opened new ways of understanding conflict in your life. And I strongly suggest that you share these breakthroughs directly with Medu by emailing her at medu at at or by engaging with Medu on her social media. Thank you.